Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Reganata. With me, as always, Richie Byrne. Buddy, that was a that was a sexy little dance number you had going there. That song gets me going, bro. That's song, yeah. I, I, I mean, we know it's showtime. I always think of pigeon. <laughs> Oh, Nobody pigeon. knows what that means with me and you, but it's funny. And Joel, <laughs> how are yeah. you? I'm good, man. I had a great day. I was out. I made a little fire with the kids. Uh, we're right. out in the backyard. I got to tell you, yeah. I have been psyched all day for this show. So, you know. You're pumped. Is, I'm pumped. I'm pumped with my guest, our guest, our guest, my old friend. But uh, I got to tell you, last night, we finished the show last night. It was a great show. I was I was Chuck about Nice to ask you. What? You've been watching something, haven't you? Yeah. So I got two going on now. I got the John Adams HBO thing from 12, 13 oh, yeah. years ago with, uh, uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, but that John Adams miniseries. Great actor played him. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, I'm watching the Fosse Gwen Verdon thing on it from FX. Yes. So, oh, it's so good. I'm about four episodes in the book, right? So I'm all psyched, dude. I'm on my couch. I got a, I got a little drink. I got the phone. I got the TV on. I start watching. I'm going to watch John Adams. Then I'm one, one episode of John Adams. Then I'm going to watch an episode of Gwen Verdon and, and Bob Fosse. And then I'm going to end it off with uh, the uh, Hank Azaria show. Oh, uh, Brockmeyer. Rockmeyer, I'm I'm uh, ready. I'm ready. I put on John Adams. Ten minutes in, <laughs> I am gone. <laughs> what, dude? I even even all the years I did Doctor Oz, I had to get up four thirty in the morning, right? Four thirty in the morning. I wouldn't go to bed before twelve thirty. I just couldn't. Like Joey Cola, he's a wimp. He's in bed at like eight. You know, I got I got Rachel, but I'm like up. I'm like, I'm a man. I'll get three hours sleep. I don't care. They, ever since I got to stay home, I'm in bed at like midnight. I'm up at eight. I'm like ridiculous. I'm so jealous. And then I have 12 hours to kill until we do something. <laughs> it's like being a road comic. You got you got 23 hours to kill. <laughs> I think it's funny. That's the other thing is I find myself going, oh, I got to do the show tonight. I'm like, really? What do I do all day? <laughs> Paul Giamatti, Amati, thank you. Paul Kevin. Giamatti, yes. Ah, oh, man. So, so we have a great uh, show today. Today's going to be so much fun. I'm so psyched. I'm going to let you do the intro because you guys are all pals. Uh, we're going to bring them out then do the video? Yeah, we're going to play okay. the video as soon as you announce them. I love this guy. He has been just a stalwart in the in – the, uh, Comedy world for many years. He was a monster when I met him. He's a monster now, and I couldn't be happier for his success. And he's here with us today. Give it up for the one, the only, Vic D. Batetta, ladies and gentlemen. The old timers, my mother-in-law, she's the last link to the greatest generation of my family. I'm trying to teach my kids the culture, but it's... And before I said... 
My father-in-law, may he rest in peace, retired longshoreman. He was a piss. He would come home with big bags of coffee beans from the Brooklyn Piers. I'm like, where'd you get these bags of coffee beans? No, you water your bar when I get the bag of coffee beans. They fell off for the ship. Made a lot of money. He was shit $100 bills. Won't put the air on him to say four cents in August. You're sweating like Brando in Apocalypse Now. Put the fucking air on. Nah, no air condition. Everything's with the hands. No air condition. Like Don Cheech in a balcony and Godfather 2. He said half a word, but we knew what he meant. I need operation. Where's my medication? I gotta go on vacation. Who did the decoration? <laughs> there he is. There he is. What's Monster, up, a, amazing comic, internet sensei. He's wiping the mic down. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who was on that thing uh, before you? God knows what he was doing with that mic before we brought him on. <laughs> it's but also one of the... not connected to <laughs> It looks good. I know. It looks I great. Feel, I feel like Lou Gehrig in Pride of the Yankees. <laughs> I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Why don't you introduce Rocky into the center ring? Hey, yo, Mick. <laughs> I like what you're drinking there, Mick. Absolutely. So, how are you? Great. You know, I hate watching my stand-up. Yeah. me. Yeah. I, I can watch my videos over and over. Go figure. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why do you think that is? Because my stand-up, you know, it's hard to come up with new, new material. It's basically the same shit I've been doing since Vince. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because I hate watching myself in general. And since we've been doing this, we do this every Monday through Friday. And in the beginning, I couldn't stand that I can see myself. And now I've kind of like grown. I'm like, oh, I'm there. Okay, whatever. But in the beginning, I'm like, oh, my God, look at how far. Look at my head. Oh, my God. Look at that. What is up with my oh, nose? You look good with the beard. I like You that. like the beard? Yeah. I'm goddamn handsome, ain't I? What a good look. And Mark looks like the fucking devil with that shit. <laughs> no, we said Mark looks like every 70s porn star. <laughs> Bringing back some good memories, right? So what's been going on, man? How are you holding up? Right now, I'm doing good. You know, thank God I married a woman who knows how to manage finances. You know, how is, how is she? How is she good? She's good. She's upstairs. We go to bed after Jeopardy, but I'm staying up for this. But, uh, you know, my career was at the top. And then, like everybody else, the world just stopped. Yeah. So now we're hunking down. I hate that fucking expression. We're hunking down. And uh, we're doing the best we can for now. But if this goes another month or two, with that one of us is going to kill the other one sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, we are. It is, I was thinking this the other day. Uh, every entertainer right now is pretty much on even ground no matter what level you're at yeah you're all we're all even right now it's very yeah. funny. it's like the off season Actually, in baseball or something everybody's number you, one you guys with the money are down on my level now <laughs> like, you know, now you're at week, living poor our weekend was basically you know monday our day we our week was our weekend and our weekend was our week right right and now you don't know what day it is anymore. It doesn't no. feel like Sunday. It doesn't feel like Monday. It's crazy. This is unprecedented times. We've never been to anything like this. And you no. can't 
You know what sucks? The uncertainty of the future. That's what sucks. Yes. I'm thinking, who the hell is going to go to a crowded theater now? I don't know, man. It's scary. It really no, is. You're a, or, or a club. Or I, I mean, the, the, the governor of California today said that they probably will not allow a concert until 2021. So what, what makes you think they're going to allow, you know, theaters? And I, I, it's scary, Vic. It's very scary. Well, that's why now, who knows? This might, you know, John Lennon said it best. Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Yeah. This came out of nowhere. So who knows? Now you see a lot of comics. They're using the Zoom app. And this might reinvent us now. Who the hell knows? I don't know. I just take it a day at a time. Now, the what, more I think about it, the more anxiety and, yeah, you know, I'm just yeah. trying to manage. I'm just appreciating. Look, there's people dying in hospitals yes. alone without yeah. their loved ones. Right. So it could always be worse. Right. Yeah. Right. And before this happened, there were people dying in front of people on stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot. A lot. Now, can I just say something to you? And you know I love you. I've known you a very long time. Shoot. You're a good friend. You're an amazing comedian. I'm so happy that you found a way to go onto the internet and make such a success of yourself. It's just one of my fa it's one of my favorite things to tell people is I know Vic DiPatetta. Because what you did. And then you come on this show and you have to be on a fucking phone. What is that about? How can this be? Even Internet I'm sensation. Even I'm, I suck at this. When I make my videos, I know how to put them on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, your sister's ass, the Pony Express. But when I had the test today at 2 o'clock with Joey, when I went on the computer, it, like I said before, you got to work for fucking NASA to figure this out. <laughs> my... Uh, my server didn't do the uh, whatever this thing is called, the stream yard. Then you have to go to, to, to fucking Chrome and put it in your applications. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, Joey, just, just let me call you. You call me and guide me over the phone. So he goes, why don't you do it on the phone? You couldn't fucking say that in the first place. <laughs> With the phone. I do it. No Buddy, Joey, I gotta say, the great Joey St. John, by the way, he's talking about who we love, <laughs> who's backstage. Listen, we this name of the show is Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. So every day we start the show off with a drink and then a joke. So do you have your drink? Cars are coming by my house. My wife is crying upstairs. It looks like you got something to tell your friend, but you needed a drink first. <laughs> well, you of course. Yeah. <laughs> and if nobody who's watching, if anybody who's watching this never saw The Godfather, you're dead to me. <laughs> so what, you yeah. got a little, little Chianti? What do you got there? I got a port wine. Oh, a port. I should have guessed by the help if you take the fucking thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've had enough. I started too early. I'm like Ralph Cramden. This grape juice gets me started. This is a Saturday Night Late show right you know, now. This is Taylor of Flag Flaggate. Okay. You know what my favorite joke? Salute, salute, gentlemen. Uh, wait, what are you drinking, Mark? I went with not just Coors today. I did a fucking tall boy. Wow. 
I got my yeah. Johnny, I got my Johnny Black on the rocks. Nice. Okay. I'm, Salute. As always, Salute. I'm red. Love you, Salute. Love you, you know what my favorite part of that honeymooners episode was when he says, uh, he says, I don't know how you're doing. Okay, Ralph. He goes, you know what happened? I wasn't feeling good when I woke up, but I went in the refrigerator and there was some grape juice in there. Cleared me right up. And I'm like, that's the greatest callback I've ever heard in my life, man. That is the honeymooners was the blueprint for every for sitcoms. It yeah. took place in one room. Yeah. Yeah. And it was about a bus driver from Brooklyn. That's South right. Carolina. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I funny. drove a school bus for 13 years in Staten Island. I transported the future criminals of Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what made me laugh, Mark? Years ago, Vic did warm up. Vic used to be a warm up like I am. And Vic did. Um, You'd be great at Ricky that. Ricky Lake for two Ricky years. Lake. Vic did Ricky Lake. And one day we were working together. You'll never remember this. We were working this before I ever got a warm-up job. And you had you had left Ricky Lake and you were bus you were driving the bus. And I said, you, so he's driving a bus for children. And I said, why'd you leave Ricky Lake? And you said, ah, oh, too much pressure. Too much pressure. And I remember thinking, driving children around? There's no pressure there. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've had some of my rough days doing warm-up. That's not an easy gig. I mean, here you are. Well, you're out there. You got to watch what you say. You're giving out T-shirts and prizes, and, and then you well, come off stage, and there's that fucking twat that's telling you they're not applauding enough. They're like, oh fuck yeah. you! Why don't you go out there and try this shit? <laughs> I've been here for the same but, fucking audience for three hours. <laughs> but Vic, then I got a warm-up job, and I thought about you all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather drive a bus load of children. Yep. And Richie's been trying to get a bus driving job, but he yeah. can't get the license. Well, I used to have a CDL, but it, I let it. Expire. I'm breaking. Somebody's like, breaking up. So no way am I going back. No oh, really? Way. And it's always been forward, moving forward. Since, you know, 2013, my manager sat me and my, my wife was on the bus with me, too, because we drove special ed kids. And right. when you have special ed kids, you need a matron. And my wife, I worked with my wife for 13 years. I don't think a lot of guys could work with their wives and then come home no. and be with her the rest of the fucking day. But then yeah. I can't even take Mark for an hour. <laughs> my manager <laughs> sat me down. He says, you don't need to do this. You, you're going to, I'm going to help you with your bookings. Just give me your calendar. Let me take it over. And he, bread and milk came out. Kevin James called me to be in a movie. It was like the perfect storm. Everything went like that, That's... and it was going like that till this fucking thing happened. And, yeah. and now it brings everything into perspective. It, it makes you realize, you know, it's it, what are you gonna do? You can't worry about the things you can't control. What are you gonna do? It is. You're right. Is. You're right. I I gotta tell you though, Vic. Out of you know how we all are comics, and we all bitch about everything. We complain about everything. You're one of the few guys that when success hit. Everyone was behind you going, yes, yes, he yeah, deserves don't, don't it. Don't kid yourself. I got my haters too, but um, thank you. Yeah. No, I, well, not you know, in my circle. The more haters you got, the more successful you are. Vic, yeah. if you notice, I stayed quiet when Mark said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but Richie's will, a prick if it doesn't involve him. I, I will tell you a story. You and I were doing the Brigada together for – Want to rate a benefit after Ray passed? Yeah, and which were the, I mean, 
such a weird thing because it was such a hard thing to do. And you walked I, the audience, I know, Richie. I know you what he's walked doing. The I know audience. what he's doing. Yeah. That's Ray Garvey. The Brigada comedy. Uh, he booked the Brigada. He started he started the the whole comedy there. And he was I know he was your best friend and he was a good uh, friend of mine, but it, I, I would never you guys were so close. So close. And one of the best people. Mark, did you ever meet Ray Garvey? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was I was good friends with him. In fact, that's uh last time I saw you, Vic, was Ray brought me to the Brigada and I was with my parents and my in-laws and Ray brought me to the green room and Vic and John Mulroney bent over backwards to make my father and my father-in-law feel comfortable hanging out with a bunch of comics in the back. It was you, Mulroney, Adam Ferrara, wow. and there were wow. there was another comic on it. It was the... the it was an anniversary show. It was a really big show. And I remember Ray was trying to get me to go on stage and do like five minute guest spot. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> That's Ray. That was Ray. Right. Like where other guys would be like, you'd be like, Hey, can I get on? No, no, you can't get on. No. <laughs> it was like, the opposite. He wanted me on. I didn't want to go on. <laughs> That's right. Like before you would go on stage, he would like break your balls. He would say, you're going on stage with that shirt. I'm like, wait, what's wrong with this shirt? Now you're going on stage with that and you're fucking, he'd love to break balls. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, you and I, we were doing a, those days through the show once a year in honor of Ray. It was to raise money. Right. The anniversary and, show. Yeah, the anniversary shows. And, and you went out that night, and this is right before you hit with the videos and all. You went out that night and lit that room up. like, And, and we only were doing 10 minutes. And dude, you rocked that room like I couldn't believe. And and I even said to you, I said, you're on another level now. And it was so great because then a few weeks later, we did, we did Darcy's show together at uh, Westbury. Westbury Music Fair. And yeah. you ripped that room apart. And I was like, you're on another level now. And then, bang, your videos really took off like right after. And I remember thinking, he's at the perfect point for this. Like, it's not like, oh, my God. This guy's not strong enough for the following. It was like, Vic is going to rip these people to shreds. And you've been doing that for how many years now? Like you've been selling out arenas, selling out theaters, and, and just ripping people to shreds. I would say the last five years that's been happening. You know, See, but I've, thought, I've known you before the videos. And I got to tell you, I've never once not seen you crush and not seen after the show right. the audience go over – with their hands out, just that was so amazing. That was so amazing. And I worked with you in dumps. We played some real shitholes. And I saw you at the Brigada. I saw you. At, and I've never not seen you crush. But, and I remember being at Ray's Wake. And you and I and another comic were outside. And they turned and they were talking about stuff. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. And he, the comic turned to me and said, have you seen Vic's vignettes? And I said, no. And you were pretty much just making little shit for comics. And he said, go home. And I watched when <laughs> you had Godzilla and John Lennon. And John Lennon said to Godzilla, they were just little dolls. And John oh. Lennon said to Godzilla, all you need is love. And then Godzilla ate him. <laughs> well, then I did another one. Let me tell you something. I've been doing these since 2009. That's a, I mean, it, it, everybody thinks bread and milk was the one that right. 
Look, don't get me wrong. Bread and milk came along. was a great thing. That was the first one that went viral. It's up to 18 million views. It comes wow. back every winter. It's like Christmas carols. It comes back every winter. <laughs> I have a total. Listen, I just wrote these numbers down. You Check this out. I have a total of 8,000 videos. Now, it's not only the videos that I put out. It's the content. It's the different content. I have characters. Tony Gaga. You know, you got a guy. I got a guy. I get you right. this guy for $2. That stupid character, Kevin James saw, put me in more cop too. Wow. I got 2.4 million views. Whoa, what happened? I got glaucoma. There <laughs> we go. Now a fucking asteroid just hit us. So, I have one point. Look, Howard Stern was the king of all media. I think I'm the prince of the social media. I took, here I am, this 59 year old chooch who took the social media, a tool that millennials use, I did it, I did it my way, which we're going to sing at the end of the show, Rich, me and you. Yeah, oh, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was tired of waiting for the break, and because if it wasn't for the social media, I wouldn't have the following that I have now. Right. Well, listen, we have the bread and milk. Can we, we let's show the bread no, and milk. No, we don't have bread and milk. Yeah, we have your so latest one. No, I thought we have your latest one. one. The gloves and uh, no, we have bread and milk, Joey. Gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god, I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get. I gotta get the bread and milk. I gotta get the bread and. They said snow. I gotta get the bread and milk. Oh my god. I gotta get the bread of milk! I gotta get the bread of milk! Oh my god! <laughs> 26 seconds that video took. That 26 seconds got me more recognition yeah. than 30 years of stand up. And, but um, what made you start? You just were making these vignettes as a joke, right? Just for your friends, pretty much. Yeah, I just whipped out my camera one day. I'm sitting at, that's when we used to have the webcams, when the camera was in the computer. Right. And I would just sit there and do stupid shit. And I'd post it. I'm like, wow, people, wow, look at that. Oh, they liked it. And I kept doing it. I kept doing it. Fast forward, like I said before, I got 1.4 million. This week alone, listen to this. This week alone, hold on. You know, you could have given us numbers and we would have. On Facebook, on Facebook, I reached 3 million post reach. Okay? Okay. 2.4 million views this week just on Facebook. Wow. That's not including the other. I did a, another one about not parking close to people. I, I like to park far away because people, they open their doors, they bang your fucking door. And then when you come out, the guy parks right next to you. Not over there. He's got to park. He's got the whole fucking parking lot. He's got to park. That alone on one, uh, it was called the Car Throttle page. 36 million views on just that one page alone. I mean, it's just phenomenal well, what's going on. You know, you said 36 million views, but after you do this show, you're going to get 36 million and 28 views. Yeah. Well, I Crushing hope, it. I hope this, I hope this, I hope. <laughs> You know what? This this drinking thing isn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a stuttering prick now. Now, you so you were you were just an amazing comedian for you know all these years. I mean, when dude, when I started, you were a headliner 
you know, and I'm old. So, I wait. So, I gotta go ahead. So when you started out you? in I'm pips, 59. I'm 57. I'm not. I started late. I started late. I'm just fucking with you. But you, you started out in pips in Brooklyn, and uh, who are some of your classmates of your yeah. the the group you came and, up with? And think about. Tell, tell me, wait. Tell everybody about pips. So talk about pips. That's a great question, Mark. Pips was the boot camp of comedy. Absolutely. It was where the mobsters met the lobsters. <laughs> it was a, it was a it was a it was man. It was the beginning of the. It was right after the, the Seinfelds and the Lenos. They made it. They moved on. It was me, John Mulroney, Richard Jenny, Dice. Man. The first time I went on stage, Andrew Dice Clay was the MC. Wow. That's how long I'm doing this. Wow. I mean, I mean, it was, it was. I mean, Ray Garvey. He, he at the time he was the doorman. I mean, I you would get right. heckled. You would get heckled by the fucking doorman of the comedy club. The bartender would yell shit at you. One night, it's you know Lenny Travis. He's got a great story. A guy yeah. next door got whacked while he was on stage. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, no it was shit. it was a beautiful time, man. And then the big thing was to go to Long Island and. Get into the east side, and then after you did the Long Island, the big thing was to do Dangerfield. I used to do Dan I did the, the prom seasons at Dangerfield. Yeah. I drove my fucking garbage truck to Dangerfield. I used to drive the garbage <laughs> truck. I drove the garbage truck. I told Tony Bavacqua, Tony, if I pick up your garbage, can you give me stage time? That's how I got on stage. I no way. Stage, I <laughs> when I left, I'm honking the horn. As I'm pulling away to finish Perfect. my route, the audience is waving at me. Come on. <laughs> you think Seinfeld has this kind of story? Please. You know what, stop. though? You guys were the architect of the Long Island comic. They still, that's the, that's the track they go. They go to Long Island, and then they go to Dangerfields, and then they're like, we made it. We're done. But yeah. But Vic and I, we lived on Staten Island at the same time back then. That's right. And we used to work at Dangerfields, and we used to circles. work at... Remember Circles? Circles, yeah, of course. That's and, I worked with you there once. And Rascals, obviously Rascals was... How about Toppers? Performing in front Toppers? of a giant painting. Those Grandpas. Were grandpas. Remember, uh, do you remember Comedy on the Hudson? It was up on, like... Yes, on the, on the Hudson. Hudson River. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> wasn't that Fran Capo? No. Uh, no, I forget who no. it was. It might have been Camacho. Oh, Jesus. Might have been Camacho. Tony Camacho calls me one night. Uh, Vic, uh, what are you doing, May 1st and 2nd? I said, Tony, I'm booked for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice guy, but wow. Oh, I love Tony. I love Tony. <laughs> Shout out to Tony Camacho out in Vegas. So where was the first time you got on stage? Was it at Pips or? Yes. I went on stage with a bunch of props. Remember the two mannequin heads? Yeah, oh, I remember the mannequins. Yeah. I found those in the garbage. Get out, really? I found them in the garbage, <laughs> and I put on some Herb Alpert music, and I did the ultimate blowjob illusion. So you did that your first time on stage? Yeah, first time. I had a, a band roll-on deodorant, and I would pop it up, and I'm like, look, Mick Jagger's chapstick. You know, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I almost knocked over my fake mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, somebody, um, Christiane asked if you have any 
any videos about the coronavirus? And guess what? That's a great question. We got one. We got one. I'm sure you do. Let's. You guys did your shit. I thought they said this virus isn't airborne. And the picture they keep showing on the news, I, I thought it was a microscopic virus. Jesus, look at the size of these fucking things. <laughs> itchy balls. Remember now, itchy balls? Yeah, of course they do. I, where'd you I find I a walk one morning with my wife. I saw that. See, my mind is always turning for the videos. I wish I could do be more creative with my stand-up, though. But you know what it is? I do a lot of improv now on my stand-up. I, I mix it up. But I'm getting better at it. I tell you, when and if I ever get back on a stage again, I'm going to have a whole new fucking act. I'm sure you are, too. Yeah. Yeah. Richie, oh. Richie does improv. He goes out. He goes, I need a job. And the audience yells, yeah, we know. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Shut up, Mark. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Come on. What was um? You have like a. Uh, I'm just thinking you spelled my name right. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. You know. You know what's the worst pronunciation you ever got? Victor Benedetto. Victor Potato. Victor Diabetes. So Victor Potato. Dude, I get it from your fans. I, you have fans who go, do you know that Vic D. Badudo? You know Vic D. Badudo? I'm like, yeah, I know him really well. Get the fuck. You don't know him. I'm like, you don't know him. What's the worst pronunciation that stuck with you? Like in, in school or... Well, you probably went to a school full of Italians that didn't get it wrong. Yeah, Italians in Catholic school. Uh, I, diabetes was the most embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes? When you try to get tech help, but uh, uh, no, D, no, D as in dick, I as an idiot, B as in bitch, T as in tit, E as in emotional, T as in tit, T as in the other fucking tit, O as in oblivious. <laughs> they always fuck it up. Jimmy Cano. Hey, Jimmy Cano. Jimmy Cano. <laughs> Jimmy Cano. The best. The best one I ever got was Rick a dumbass. Hey, Jimmy. He. He just recovered from the. Yeah, virus. he's been on the show. He came he was on, on great guy. his hospital bed. Great guy. We had him on the, on the show from his hospital bed, and then we had him <laughs> on the show on Monday. He's he's been great for yeah. He's been great. He's been doing all the shows. He's on a radio show this morning, and uh, he's, he's just getting been, more TV than me and you. I know this fucking dude. I <laughs> let me tell you, stick an oxygen fucking thing up my nose if I'm going to get TV. Jimmy itchy big balls. Jimmy itchy balls. Jimmy itchy balls. <laughs> He's one of the best. The first time I did Gotham Comedy Club, he was like the nicest guy, and he just made me feel so comfortable. Yeah, him. he's a good man. He's a good man. Um, he, he came over and asked if I wanted anything. It was my first <laughs> time being at the new room, and he walks over. He goes, you need anything? I, I'll leave. I'll leave. <laughs> I just had a feeling I was getting tossed. <laughs> now, Vic, you do something at your shows that I was thinking about the other day that really may change, and that's the meet and greet. You, I mean, moving forward, you're not gonna be shaking hands with people. You're not gonna be hugging people. I know it's it's sad because I love my fans, man. I know you. I, do. And, you know, also before the show, I show videos. I do a show before the show. I show my vignettes thirty minutes before yeah, the I, show. Yeah, I love that, and that warms it up for the opening guy. You know, mm -hmm. and now 
I, I don't know if I'm going to do these meet and greets anymore. This, this fucking sucks, man. You know, because yeah. I love the meet and greets. There's nothing better than when you, people, you can see as they're coming up to you, that look in their eyes. And some people, they hug me and kiss me and they start crying. It, it's surreal. It really is. But I don't know if I could do this anymore. Maybe if they stand, yeah. stand six feet away, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said yeah. before, it's the uncertainty of all this shit that's scary. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it, it's know. crazy. What um, what w when you go back? What do you what what do you expect that'll be different? Do you think are they? Do you think we will go back and ex and tell people you can't sit together? You have to sit. I, you think that's think, how it's gonna start? I think clubs and theaters or whatever venue they're gonna start doing half capacity. I think yeah, but even I think now, they gotta before be that. Hey, look, they, you know what? They just got to be it's more about, responsible. It's not about the money, man. I just want to get out on stage. You know what it's like, Rich and, yeah. and Mark. I'm going fucking crazy, man. I can't wait to get back on the stage. I'll, I'll do a show for two fucking people at this point. You know, I think... Well, you are probably right now. If they, yeah, <laughs> if they find a, a vaccine, it, it's got it's to get back. But you know, you know what worries me, Vic, is part of what makes comedy work it really the thing that makes comedy work is obviously the audience. I mean, we know that, right? But the audience being next to each other gives the the infectious. If somebody's laughing hard, other people will laugh. So if exactly. you're six feet away from everybody else, how is that really gonna work? I know there's a big difference of thirty people laughing from three thousand people laughing. Yeah, I think it's going to be small groups, small groups spread out. If you come with your family, there's four of you, you get a table, but there's going to be some space. Yeah, you might and be it's right. It's just going to have to be the, the clubs are going to have to take responsibility and make sure things are spread out a little better. Stop packing them in like sardines. You know what? We're going to have to do two shows instead of one. You know, it's just going to have to be that way because we got to keep people separate. Well, and at least feel safe after this is over. Vic and I would love that because I don't know if you remember this, Vic. We were at brokerage one night. I came to see you. I wasn't on the show. And somebody said, I, I met I had a show and then I came over to see you. And I said, I go, what are you doing? You go, I'm getting ready for the second show. And you go, What the fuck is that? What's the fucking second show? I hate, I why, hate why we gotta do two shows. And I, but I remember going, I thought I was the only one who hated two shows. I hate two shows. <laughs> you know, if you have one killer show, all right, yeah. nice. That's we'll it. meet and greet, have a drink, give me my money, we all go home, everybody's <laughs> happy. To get up for another now you're gonna say, How the fuck am I gonna top that first show? Right. I mean right. do it. But especially me, the way I scream, it's it's hard. Right. It's, <laughs> and then the second show, you always get the fucking, the, the, they come in half in the bag, and it's, it's sometimes you're babysitting. I like one nice show, nice, boom, boom, you go home. Yeah. I, it, it just I, made me laugh because I was like, I thought I was the only one because, you know, like I'm around guys like, I love being on stage. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be on stage. Just let me, I'm just, I need to get paid. Right. Yeah, and I, you're I, like I, me. You're not one of those guys that's got to be on when yeah, you're off stage. Right. I can't stand that. I, right. Dude, we know you're funny. Relax. We got right. But you, it's you and I have now. you and I have other talents. Oh what? boy. And um, we have 
You're two of the best singers I know. We have I think some, we have a, a night video. That was, huh? We got that video. We got video. Let's, just, let's roll the video. Let's play. Shot and step. Each careful course along the byway. And more. Much more than this. I did it Vic, does your back hurt from carrying that song? God bless alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys were both great. You let me just tell you, great. Let me just tell you something about that night. Okay, that was that was it for God, and yeah. that was the opening of when Richie Minervini and Darcy Novick yeah. were booking the club, and you were the headliner, and they they had a big night where they invited all their comics to come, and I went to the and we, they gave us rooms. They treated us so well. That was one of the yep. best nights I've ever had. Oh shit! By the way, I'm I'm actually supposed to be on stage with Menavini in Myrtle Beach right now. Right now, that's, <laughs> that's where I'm booked oh, right now. If this whole thing didn't happen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's where I'd be. So <laughs> let me see. Gary Valentine and Rich Menavini, and I was Look hosting. What I wrote on my calendar. <laughs> Where were you this coming week? Back from Vegas. I was supposed to do the comedy works in Vegas, coming back Sunday, and then was supposed to fly to Scotland to see my kids. Now we can't see them till August. He's all oh. in the place. So it is what it is. You got a boy and a girl, right? Boy what? and a girl, yes. And they're in Scotland. And I'm very proud of them. They're in Scotland? Cheers, man. They moved there two years ago. Don't 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 ask. I don't know. <laughs> well, I can tell by your heavy Scottish accent that your roots come from there. So <laughs> they, uh, they went there on vacation. They fell in love with it a few years ago, and they just they decided they're gonna move there. I'm like, what are you gonna do for work? So, so the plane is gonna land. You're gonna have a fucking job. Don't you think of these things? They have no plan, no direction. But they they got they got job. They both met somebody. My son, I don't know if you, you know, he's gay. Now he's wearing a kilt. He's happy. God bless him. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, it is what it is, as long as they're happy, right? But we're, yeah. we're going to see them in August, we hope. Are they working? Yeah. My daughter's a pastry chef. Yeah. And my son, uh, he's actually working for me. He does my website. He does all my 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 all my all stuff. For, for yeah, he's, he a, he's a great food. artist, your son. He's, he's, oh. I've seen a lot of his work. He's wonderful. Yeah, one winter. I gotta check it out, man. Snow, he fucking painted a picture of me shoveling the snow. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to <laughs> talk about that night. Kid. I want to talk about that night. So, oh. so we do this. You do the show, and then we go to the bar across the hall from the from the uh, the theater, and they have this big party, and um, uh, uh, the 
I always I'm blanking on his name and I don't know why. Oh, Peter Mazio is playing at the party. And Paul Veneer gets up and starts playing, the great Paul Veneer. Right. And, and somehow I end up on the mic and Veneer and I do a Zeppelin song. And a lot of people didn't know I could sing. So I do this Zeppelin song and I kill it. I kill this song. I'm great. I finished the Which song was it? I don't remember. Which song was it? I can't remember either. It's the funny thing. So um, uh, somebody calls me over their table and says, sit here and don't get up again. And, and I go, they go, you made your point. If you get up again, it's not going to be as good. And, and oh, you know who it was? Saren Rothberg from uh, Comedy Cures, who's my buddy. Oh, he, okay. He goes, you just stole the night. Don't get up again. So now you get up and you're singing, and I didn't know you could sing. You were great. You, you were awesome. Yeah. And of I course. Go, <laughs> and now I've had a few scotches, and I go, I got to get up there and sing with Vic. So I go up, and I'm trying to find the harmony, and you and I'm lost on the harmony, as you can tell. The next day on Facebook, is there any of the Zeppelin shit? No. But that fucking my way is all over the place with me singing off camera. <laughs> You know, I love this, that song. To this day, I tell Saren, you were right. I should have never got up again. That was it. One trick wonder, man. <laughs> That's a great song, man. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun that night. Those were those were good times, man. I so, still yeah, talk. Hopefully, we'll get we'll have more yeah. memories in the future. You know, I, I just I miss everybody. You know, I think when we go back. We should definitely come up with an idea to do a benefit for the first responders or whatever. And also for, you know, for, you know who the people in the shop rights and the stopping shops and God bless those people. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're out there working for minimum wage, doing the work we need and, done. And, and they deserve something. They deserve something. When they this is all to make the millions, not these athletes and these fucking movie stars and these politicians. Yes. Remember the Bronx tale? The working man is the tough guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think we need to do shows for that. I think we need to do benefits for them or whatever we can do to raise money. For Ken the Moscow just brought up nurses, too. Got to mention the nurses. nurses. Right. Oh, of course. We're doing large work. But we've been talking, we've Ken, if you watch the show more than when Vic's on, you know that we've been talking about nurses and first responders <laughs> every fucking night, you fucking asshole. But tonight I mentioned stop and shop people and you put up nurses. Go fuck yourself, Ken Mosca. Hey Mosca, just remember I love you. How <laughs> <laughs> are you guys seeing this? <laughs> There's a whole uh next you, underneath you don't get the it on feed. Your phone. Uh, There's a whole thing. It, yeah, put many- it yeah. Right there. <laughs> do, you, do you take phone calls or anything? We, we could. I mean, we could have people, not phone calls, we but we'd have them right in. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, do you, oh, how many people are watching right now? Uh, we have about, I don't know. Right what, now, live 40 people. Million? But 40 it rotates people? No, <laughs> I don't, I, we don't. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. There are people. I thought, was, I thought it was four thousand three hundred, but that's the time. Forty-three minutes. 
It just keeps going up. People just keep adding in every second. <laughs> this is fantastic. I know you, you do a lot of charity work. Yes. And you have a couple of charities that you are very near and dear to your heart. ASPCA. Wounded he calls Army, them opening acts. And the um, the police and firemen's widows uh, and children's uh, foundation. Because I have a coffee line, and it's it's associated with, the, with my coffee. Who wants coffee? Oh, we got the video. Do you think there is a way we could find out about I, I Vic's we, coffee? How that happened? Yeah, how did I that think, happen? Let's. See. Hey, does anybody I think want coffee? Have... Who wants coffee? I just made a fresh pot of coffee. Does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? Who wants coffee? What the fuck is going on, man? You want you want coffee? I just I just made coffee. Does anybody want coffee? Who wants buddy? You want coffee? Do you want coffee? I just made coffee. Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? 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 Do you want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want? I just made it. I just made a French pot of coffee. Does anybody want coffee? Oh my god, Vic! I have to ask an honest question because this is. I I I when I first started to get to do TV work, I worked with a lot of hidden camera shows. Are you afraid of getting hit? Are you no. afraid of something happening? No. That guy, you... I, I can handle myself. Now, but you knew that guy, right? Hey, when I drove a garbage truck... When I, when I drove a garbage truck, I used to chase fucking bums down into the subway. Because they used to mess up my garbage. And I had to get, I would get fines. Show, show your I'm coffee. Fine. I'm a big boy. Joey, there it is. There's Vic's coffee. Wow! Coffee! You want some coffee? Yeah. We don't fuck around here, dude. You we guys really did your homework. We we know what we're doing here. We're not we're not some fly by night show. This isn't some like Jimmy Fallon bullshit. We're ready. We're prepared. Wow, salute. <laughs> now, Vic, the guy who was chasing you, does he really work at the store? Yes, it was. We lost. I lost everybody. We we can still hear you, Richie. <laughs> you can I can hear me. A funny noise. There? Like, yeah, there's like a clicking yeah, sound. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, I'm not sure, but uh, so Vic, I'm gonna ask I this because I, I worked on the Food no. Network on some hidden camera shows, and we actually had situations where we would make actors go in and do stuff, and they would start like a food fight, or they would, you know, try to piss off the manager to see how, how what their boiling point was and we had to like run out and stop people from killing these actors and be like it's a tv show there's cameras there's cameras it's a tv show you've never run into any of that because you like nah, you get in people's I, grills no nah, he's a Mate. friend of mine that's matt matt lamarca it's a great guy <laughs> you, you know how i know he's a friend of yours because did you at did he ask you if he could curse no, I, that was all ad lib. That was all. I said, Matt, I'm gonna do something. Just go with it, and he did good. <laughs> I thought for sure that was like complete. You went to just a random coffee place and uh, nah, Wawa and started do that without their permission. It's not worth it. You're a good guy for doing. Really that. He was funny though. He kept going. Give me the fucking call. Give me the yeah. fucking. <laughs> <laughs> call the cops. <laughs> I have a friend. He's 
got a real gruff voice. His name's John, John Jocelyn. He's a biker. He's got a real. And I said, dude, I want you to introduce me at my show. And he goes, all right. I, I go, I want you off stage. And, I'm like, and, he go, and he goes, I know what I'll do. I'll be late. You guys fucking ready for fucking ready. And I go, no, you can't curse. He goes, then I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Mosca just said that clicking noise was Richie's heart valve clicking. <laughs> I thought it was the Russians. <laughs> to, you, <laughs> to you, Ken Mosca. Ken, I, bet you, I haven't seen Ken. I haven't seen any of that gang in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Vic, you're hoping the future is bright. Yes. Unlike, never unlike give up. Background. One of my mottos is never give up, never surrender. I mean, it could be worse. Look, after this, people are going to be starving for entertainment. That's true. Very true. They're gonna have cabin fever. This, this, this can't last like this forever. It, it's gotta. Yeah. You know, you people know, are so desperate for entertainment. They're watching this. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got what? Forty-three people. What do you got? Less now. <laughs> we let Richie talk. The numbers Listen, dropped. <laughs> you have been a wonderful, wonderful guest. We can't oh, thank man. you enough for Thanks coming. For having on. me, really. I, I was so excited when we got you. You're, you've been a great friend to me since day one, man. Seriously. Thanks, I've known you 30 years. I've never walked in a place and didn't feel, when Vic DiBattetta was there, that I didn't feel like, oh, good, man. You've always yeah. been warm to me. You've always, even when I was first starting out, I was open to a few places, and, and I always was like, oh, good, I'm working with Vic. And you're just, you deserve all the accolades you're getting and more. And Thanks, we didn't even talk about working with Kevin James, so maybe you can come back sometime. We can talk. We have to have you come yeah, back sure. on, man. Yeah, you're you're a great guy. I, I still to this day, every time I talk to my father-in-law, we talk about that time at the Brigada, how nice you were, how great you were, and then you went on stage and you did the bit about driving to Florida, and he lost oh. his shit because they did the exact same thing, yeah. but from Philadelphia, so they had the two-hour head start on you. And <laughs> we still talk about every single time we get together. He asks about you. He asks about Mulrooney. And I just, it makes me feel good to know that that's what we do. You know, that we're, we're uh, associated with good people. You two, two, two of the good ones. Keep up the good work. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you, man. That Keep is Oh, let, wait, let's bring Joel out and do a quick wrap up. Okay. I know he loves coming out and saying hi to everybody. Big, great show, man. Everybody loves you. This hey, is a great Joel, show. thank you. Great episode, guys. Thank, thank you so much. much. You're Congrats the best. Your, whatever, whatever, everything you're doing. Good good work. Thanks, Thanks stay, stay on. Stay on. Stay on good after good the work. credits. That was Drink Jokes and Storytelling. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. 